Hello, State Shifters listeners. Welcome back to the podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about letting go and surrender. So, surrender and letting go is quite a broad topic and can mean a lot of different things for different people. And for me, as I'll discuss with Collins in a a second, uh, letting go is, is just a matter of surrendering to the present moment. And, you know, what does it mean to surrender the present moment? Well, that's going to be some of the some of the areas we'll address throughout the podcast. But for me, it's just a matter of, you know, accepting conditions as they are. And regardless if conditions are good or bad, you can surrender any expectations or surrender any possible outcomes that you might wish to happen in each moment and then be free and be happy. So acceptance and surrender is very broad, but it's a great way to kind of detach from any expectations and any preconceived ideas of how life should be. When you master surrender and letting go, life becomes very peaceful. So hopefully in this episode you can get some understanding or some tips or ways or practical advice for how you can practice surrendering and letting go in your day. Uh, Collins is very good at breaking down this into simple terms. So you know, listen to some of the examples he gives and apply them. So enjoy the episode. Collins, welcome back, mate. Episode three of our podcast series. How's it going? Good, buddy. Good to, uh, good to uh, have you on the dog and bone again. Yeah, likewise, mate. We've, we've switched it up a bit today. It's uh, night time for me now and morning for you. Usually it's the other way yeah, around. How are you, feel, how you feeling about the morning session? Feeling fresh? Yeah, mate, I love it. Yeah, Sunday morning. I love it. Yeah, yeah. fresh off my wine tour yesterday. <laughs> nice one. <laughs> Feeling good. Yeah, same, mate. Same. It's starting to get real cold here in Canada now, so I'm mostly indoor activities for me. <laughs> <laughs> starting to snow, so that's always a, that's always a sign winter's coming. Oh, mate, I missed the days where we had to snowball fights in Canada. Oh, I'm actually looking forward to it. Eh? I'm kind of looking forward that's to nice. it. a cold Christmas, man. I'm, oh, man. We never got one last time, so. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be wicked. Yeah. Well, today, we're thinking about for our podcast topic uh, surrender and and letting go so i'll actually i would define surrender and letting go kind of as the same meaning Uh, i think it's an important topic for people to understand what that actually means because you can when you say let go or surrender you know what, what does that mean to you because you know if you're not really aware of like the process behind it it can be a little bit misleading yeah yeah that's true um I think, to me, like surrendering or letting go to the current moment is really getting to a point of the, like the same thing we always talk about: getting to a point of of no mind, um, getting to that awareness behind the behind the thought. Because if you think about it, the, the reason of surrendering or letting go would be um, a resistance to the current moment, or a, or a, a holding on to trying to control the current moment. Mm rather than allowing it to be just the way it is. Yeah, if you look at the control or, or wanting to control the current moment, that's usually based around fear. So the fear of uh, not being, or the situation not going the way you want it to or having the result of it end up badly for you. So you try to, you try to manipulate and control it and you resist it. And that fear is, is, it can only be based on future thought. So by basing yourself and trying to practice meditation and things like that to get yourself to the current moment, you automatically surrender. 
because you're not resisting that moment anymore. And you'll find you. I think once you become aware, you'll you'll notice when you when you're resisting the current moment, you get you either get like a tenseness in the chest, or you start shallow breathing, or you you start getting fidgety because you don't want to be where you are. Um, and I think once you get to that point where you can just accept the moment as it is, if you're unable to change it, um, you get to this place of peace where you're not you're not uh, there's no internal resistance anymore. Mm, so powerful. Uh, your answer to my question before I asked it was I was going to ask how you how do you know you're resisting the moment? And you said you know bodily sensations, you know shallow breath and you know tenseness, and that's an important one. Eh? If you're self aware enough, you can kind of pick up on the times when you're often yeah. out of alignment with the present moment. And like you said, it's usually because you're thinking about the future or past, and that creates tension in the body. You know, I you got to be if you're self aware enough, you can catch these things and then. Just remember, bring yourself back to the present moment. There is no problems in this moment. Problems are only created when we resist what is. So, yeah, surrender and letting go is about removing resistance, really, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Mm. I think I think the same thing we were talking about before. It's usually through – that's why it's usually through pain that people have a lot of growth because when they're in pain, all they want to do is try and escape that pain. And the quickest way to do that – is to bring yourself to the now. Nice. And once you realize that, you because you've dissociated yourself away from that pain, you automatically surrender it all because it's, uh, you're not attached to it anymore. It's not who you are. Um, and that's what it's, that's, that's, I, think, I think in my head, that's what it's about as well. Mm. Surrendering to the image of yourself, surrendering to the moment, surrendering to uh, the situation around you and uh, just accepting the fact that this moment is as it is because it is meant to be. Mm. I, I mean, mean it's a, I think it's a tough, yeah, tough, it, tough. It, uh, it is tough. tough. It, I, yeah. I feel like, you know what I mean? Like until you're in a, a it's very easy to, to talk about it when you're not yeah. kind of in a situation where you need to let go of something because, mm. you know, obviously when, when you, you do find yourself in a situation where you're, yeah, you're, str- you're resisting something or something hasn't gone the way you'd like it or, you know, you're, not happy with where you are at the moment, like practicing letting go. Like, how would you, you know, yeah. tell, like, guide someone through that process? Like, I, for me, I've yeah. noticed the best way to let it go is, is you really have to feel it first. You have to just acknowledge that it's there. You know that before you yeah. can even let surrender to anything. So, would, was there like a process behind? Like, when is there any examples of when you've had to surrender something or let go of something quite large or significant? Yeah, man, that's yeah. that's a good point. I think you do, you you you're right that you have to surrendering isn't just about yeah, forgetting about it. Mm. It's it's about moving through, moving through the pain, accepting, uh, acknowledging it's there, accepting it, and then letting it go. Um, I think it was a bit a big turning point for me. I think we've discussed before in in like you know young relationships mm. where you're it's usually a lot of teenagers' first source of pain is through breakup or. You know, someone cheating on them or something like that. Mm. Um, and I'm not, I'm no different. That was the same for me. That was my big first experience with pain. Was getting, was getting cheated on, which affected me quite largely at the time. But due to this, the reading that I've been doing on surrender and, and acceptance of the moment allowed me to get over it so much quicker than I would have been able to. Um, because you can see, I mean, I've seen with a lot of other people that have gone through the same situation that you know, five, six, seven years later, they're still holding on to it. Mm. Uh, there's no forgiveness there. They're, they're, 
they're, they're completely resistant to the thought because they never truly forgave it. I think what kind of helped me in surrendering was um, a quote from, uh, from The Art of Happiness, which is the book that I was reading at the time mm. and I'd highly recommend. Mm. Um, it says, um, if the other person uh, that, you're, that you're resisting had exactly the same life situation as you, exactly the same thoughts and emotions and feelings as you, uh, they would have acted in exactly the same way and had exactly the same outcome. Now, I think, to me, that instantly brings me peace because what it's trying to say is every situation that you have is a decision. You Throughout your life, you've made millions, probably billions of, of decisions. And the decision for me has always been to accept the current moment as it is um, or to change it. And if you don't have the ability to change it, you have to accept it. Um, and all else is just going to cause you suffering. Um, I think that was one of the, the probably the key realizations I had from that, that the whole, your entire life is built up of decisions. So if by resisting this current moment, you're resisting every decision you've ever made because all of those decisions have led you to the situation you're in right now. And that was a big one for me, man, because yeah. I was like, how can I resist this moment? Because that is me technically saying every decision I've ever made was incorrect. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's such a good way of putting it because yeah, I guess you could always ask yourself if, if, if this, in this moment, if I can't change anything, like if you're not happy with something, what can you do to change it? And then you can kind of like, you know, list the things that you can do in this moment to change something. But most of the time, you can't really do anything. So you've got no choice. But the the, the only logical thing to do is accept it because anything other than that is useless, uh, wasted thinking, wasted energy, creating your own suffering. Because, yeah, most of the time, the situation's out of our control like being mm. cheated on you can't change that it's, it's happened you know yeah you, you, you had no option there but to accept it and it's 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 hard but that whole process is like i reckon it, it'd take a lot of time and i've actually made note of something because i think it's a big thing for particularly males when it comes to like surrender and letting go um more like emotional feelings because most men find it difficult to actually feel the emotion first like to be able to experience it we like we man we men run from their emotions all the time then we never women are very good at facing they'll cry it out man most men don't like we will go and drink alcohol or something so to get cheated on and then experience the emotions first and then that begins the letting go process like sometimes it might take time but the quickest way to get there is yeah just feel it and then unfortunately men uh, wear a mask of masculinity sometimes when it comes to these things act like they they don't need to experience the emotion but it's a massive necessary step in letting it go mm. so like yeah relationships man that's a, a big one yeah, good point a big one that we could talk about as well because yeah relationships about letting go and surrendering constantly to the other person because you can't change them you know if you think you can change someone else then you're fighting a losing battle all the time so yeah I've learned that a lot about my relationship as well is accepting someone for who they are and then mm. 
that creates so much peace around yourself and the relationship. So most relationships fail because people are constantly trying to change each other to fit their needs or their wants. Have you experienced any times when you've had to like accept someone for who they are or let go of wanting to change someone? Yeah, man, that's actually a really good question. Mm. I think you don't not not even not even just in um, you know physical emotional relationships but like just friendships or mm. fa- with family me- family members are often family. the hardest man. yeah so true it's family because I think the people that you have the most conditioned behavior with and uh, you have the most reactive and unconscious relationships sometimes so true um, yeah so you've got to try and snap yourself I mean like we've spoken about this like with our parents like my mum's probably the, the person I, I like resist the most which mm. is which is really funny mm. because I'm because I, I think I'm just operating off conditioned behavior so mm often a chance to, to really practice consciousness when you're around mm. your family um, to get out of those conditioned habits but I think I, I think um, one little saying I like to, to do to myself when I whenever I feel like I'm in a, I'm in like a bit of a down mood or I'm in a, like a judgmental mood or mm-hmm. yeah you know, I'm, I'm not looking forward to the people I'm gonna hang out with yeah um, I just say it's like a little mantra you say to yourself in the morning you, know, you just breathe in and say today I will not judge anything that happens. And you, you can repeat that to yourself throughout the day. It's just a practice of making sure that you're aware throughout the day that whenever something happens, uh, you don't instantaneously and reactively judge it or categorize it or um, you know, as bad or good. Or You basically just try and come to that point of neutrality where every experience is just as it is. Uh, there is no good or bad. No, that's powerful. That's man. a little. That's a little practice that you can, if you can try and do that more and more and more, um, you'll just find that your 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 existence is so much, uh, you know, smoother and so much happier because you're not you you've got slowly starting to get rid of this internal resistance to the moment. Mm. Yeah, it's it's powerful, powerful feeling, man. Yeah. Do you think mantras and affirmations like are they a helpful little tool when it comes to? practicing surrender and letting go like yeah. I, I know if in my phone i've got like a little folder where i keep all my affirmations and mantras that i like to sometimes repeat you know for five minutes in the morning and and then now i've kind of feel like they're imprinted in my brain so That's i don't, right, even, don't even need to look at my phone i kind of just like pull them when i need when i need them like what you do with with that mantra so mm. yeah that could be a helpful little tool for people like right you know, if you feel like you're struggling with judgment or letting go, like write something in your phone and just repeat it in the morning. And then when when the time comes and you need a gentle reminder, you, you kind of just yeah, it's a little pointer like yeah. keeps you yeah keeps you on track. Yeah, it's just yeah, that's right. It's mm. just it's just making that mind that that memory association. So throughout the day, whenever you whenever you uh, start judging someone, it kind of triggers that memory. Mm. So you you instantaneously become aware. And then you can accept it and let it go. Mm-hmm. And like mine, mine is um, I repeat to myself: I, I, I release the inclination to make anyone else wrong. So by that, like I obviously yes. like yeah, great one. It's very easy to try and like, especially when I'm like a very health conscious person. I see people, you know, eating bad foods, and like, it's not my responsibility to tell them, you know, you're doing this wrong. Like, do it this way. They're like you said, they're on their own path, and their decisions have led up to that moment in their life, and they're taking the necessary steps to take them where they need to go and I, sometimes I feel people you don't need to try and correct people when they're not ready to be yeah to, 
you know, they're that's not right. ready for that advice. But so that's what I found for me. Man, letting go. Of that's now. that's just a I mean, that's a can of worms, eh? <laughs> yeah. Um, that's a whole new that's a whole new topic. Mm. I was because I think yeah, pe- people who are defensive of their of their identity, very strong identity. I think it's, it was Barack Obama who said, um, "You can disagree, but you don't have to be disagreeable." Mm. You know, what you don't have to f- like yeah. that because that that I mean that in itself is internal resistance, is mm. resistance to other people's opinions. And you get, I mean, that's often when you get the most tense, man. You ever you ever see people that are so strongly passionate about yeah. an ideology? Yeah. But when someone contradicts that, they 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 have a physical reaction to a to an to an emotional reaction. Yeah. The mind causes the body to go into like a shock. Yeah. Which is amazing. <laughs> that that people can be so strongly attached to a to a thought or an idea, um, and and are so resistant to people who have an opposite opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, not saying that you shouldn't have an opinion. Like 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 the saying says, you can disagree with people, but you don't have to be disagreeable. And one of the most famous quotes in the world, man. Gandhi, be be the change you want to see in the world, Mm -hmm. rather than trying to convince people through through shouting. I mean, I've always said I can't think of one time where telling someone they are wrong changed their opinion. Hmm. Usually, when you when you fight someone verbally, um, if they're strongly identified, it actually strengthens their identity. Yeah. Or if you act in a way that you want them to act, without judging the way they are, uh, and a lot of the time they'll naturally, they'll naturally see uh, that your way of acting may be more beneficial to to the to the world. Dude, uh, because so no one's fighting them anymore. I've noticed it so many times in terms of just little things, man. Like when I started eating, when I started changing my diet and eating a lot cleaner. You know, obviously, my my family was when I first started. I was very much trying to tell them, "Oh, you shouldn't be eating this. So you guys are eating the wrong foods." And they were obviously, because I'm trying to tell them, I'm trying to force something onto them. They were resisting that. They weren't. They were just like, "Oh, mate, come on, you know, get over it." But when I learned to just, you know, do be the change I wanted to see in the world, and the change I wanted to see was I wanted to live a healthier life. So instead of me trying to change other people first, I just lived the life that I want to live. I lived a healthy um, you know, I developed good habits and people picked up on that around me, man. So like my close friends and family naturally started inquiring more about why I was doing this instead of me having to force it onto them, which wasn't working at the start. Now they were more receptive to trying these new ways of living, new ways of eating because I was living it myself instead of trying to force someone else to live what I thought to be right. So, yeah, that's right, man. When you, you right. when you notice that firsthand, it's yeah, like you said, that's a that's a powerful quote that Gandhi said. It's cool. I think that's an important point as mm. well, man. The um the need to be yeah, the need. I mean, the need to be right mm. is is ingrained into surrender because that comes from the surrender is surrendering of control, and control comes from the mind's need to be right all the time. Because mm. if you can control the situation, you can manipulate it so that you're always right. Mm-hmm. Um. And I think that that point of, I use that. This was an, this was an important thing for me. I think growing up, understanding that I don't know what's best for other people. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like like you were saying before. It's not. I mean, outside of outside of practical matters, like I I know that you shouldn't put your hand in fire, or I know that you should. Like outside of survival matters, why why would I know what's best for someone? 
outside of what they think is best for them. Mm. Um, and it's the, it's the need to be it's it comes from the need to be right, man. If you you think someone's doing something that they shouldn't be, you think you should tell them how you do it because it's the right way to do it. Yeah. Um, and I just think it's 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 just a, by letting go of that, it's just a way of loosening that identity, uh, getting rid of the ego's need to be to be right all the time. Yeah. It's freeing, mate. Free frees up so much peace when you know you don't have to. Yeah. Worry about yeah telling people or feeling like you're superior than anyone else. That's another one as well. Like the ego likes feeling better or worse than someone. Do you know what I mean? Like when yeah, yeah, especially with comparison. Like you always think look likes to look down on people or you look up to people. Like I like yeah. Yeah. Noticing that when it happens, that's that's something Mm. that yeah you can see the ego or the mind at work there when you. And then obviously bringing awareness to that is is the first step. But yeah, I wanted to bring bring it back to um, you spoke about uh, going into relationships with your your parents is very uh, yeah very instilled habits and behaviors with with our parents and families. Do you have like particular techniques to try and uh, bring more like consciousness to those relationships? Because that's hard. Like letting go of all those past. You know, there's so much past there, man. You know, even in your family home, there's so many past memories, and it's. Uh, I noticed it in myself. You slip into just like unconscious behavior. Do you have like techniques yeah. to surrender to the past or let go of? Past that's, yeah, that's a that's a it's a difficult question, man. Mm. Yeah, it's exactly right. It's it's the people that we've had the most past um, interactions with, or the most past conditioned behavior mm. that we're most likely to be unconscious around. Um, which is a bit of a paradox, I think. Like mm. most people think that with their friends and family, they're obviously like because they love them so much, they're always they're always going to be obviously aware of what they're doing. Mm. But if you observe the relationships with your close friends and family, a lot of the time it is just unconscious conditioned behaviour. Mm-hmm. Because you, especially if you're doing like a, a routine, which you often are with your family, yeah. like at breakfast time, dinner time, transport to and from places. Yeah. It's usually it's usually or like a record autopilot. Uh, yeah. Some, something yeah, exactly. Mm. Something I've definitely struggled with, mainly with my mum, I think. Mm. Uh, and it's it's based on it's based on identity, man. It's mm. based on identity. It's based on who you think you, know, you are, who you think they are, and what you think um, the relationship is and should be. Mm-hmm. I think man, to to, to I mean, you, you definitely see it with some with some people and their parents, where they just have such a free relationship. Yeah. Where there is no that no one's playing a role. It's not. It's not. I'm a. I am the father. I am the mother. Mm-hmm. I am the child. You know. Mm-hmm. It's like a, you. You literally treat them just like another human being. Yeah. Which and I think if you can, uh, if you can let, yeah, it's it. I mean, that, that goes back to the topic of letting go, letting go of all um, past attachment to to that to that relationship. Treating every interaction as if it's new. Uh, yeah, yeah I, th- I think I think I think that applies with everyone, to be honest. But, but it's hardest with the people that you are, that you know best. Especially, I mean, I, th- I know a lot of people. I think they they feel confined around those people that they have to then stay in the 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 um the the persona that people think they are. Yeah. So sometimes it can be it can be a a freeing thing to get out of that locked yeah. feeling of being the person that you need to be or, or mm-hmm. think you should be. Mm-hmm. 
yeah, it's it's a it's a definitely hard thing to do though. I think I think you just have to you practice bringing yourself to the now. Yeah, letting go to the old you, you know, surrendering to yeah. the past, which is difficult for a lot of people. Like, yeah, uh, yeah. I I I always wonder. I always think about that. Like, what, um, people who who hold on to bad past memories, mm. um, because I, I like yeah, I find this fascinating. Because if you think about it. If, if you people who hold on to these bad past memories, they've gone through something that's caused them a lot of suffering mm. and a lot of pain. Then, because of their attachment to that that situation, every thought about it replicates the pain they first experienced. So you're actually putting yourself through pain constantly by bringing it up again and again. So if you think about it logically, it makes absolutely no sense. Yeah. The only logical thing to do would be then to let go of your attachment to the initial situation and stop the self-caused suffering that you're putting yourself through. Yeah. I think I think I think a lot of the time actually bringing like trying to be literally taking all emotion out of the situation and thinking about it logically and neutrally not having a bias or an opinion about it. Mm. You come to a conclude a logical conclusion that you are that you are causing yourself your own suffering. And that I mean, it's, it's the Dalai Lama says ninety percent of suffering is self-caused. Yeah. Like, I mean, Eckhart says a hundred percent of suffering is self-caused, and mm. pain, pain is what we can't avoid. Pain is from outside sources. Yeah. So you know, but suffering, suffering is 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 a replication of this of the past situation in the mind that constantly brings up and resurfaces the initial suffering that you caused that, that was caused by by the situation. By letting it go as I mean as quickly as you as you can, and as you practice, you can let go of things quicker and quicker. Yeah. Um, by doing that, you just enter this space where yeah, you're not causing yourself that that continual suffering anymore, and it becomes this lovely place of peace where you yeah, you you feel like you have a, a sense of freedom. Yeah, that's an important thing for people to remember. Yeah, pain is inevitable. Like we're going to experience pain at some point. It's just mm. practicing. It, obviously, the suffering side of things is optional, and then the optional side to suffering comes from your ability to let go or surrender, and how quickly you can do that. So, like, yeah, that's a good point. Experience the pain, but don't suffer. Suffer is suffering is self-inflicted pain, essentially. So, yeah. yeah however long your letting go process requires, then it need that's that's where the strengthening of your awareness comes into it the greater the pain the greater the amount of letting go that needs to be done but also the greater amount of growth you will have because you also you nothing will ever come close to you know your your strongest pain and for us that was our relationship where we now we're at a place where we were able to let go of that pain so now you know we're better equipped to handle other painful situations in our life because we now have the the ability to let go of things quicker but for people who obviously mm. have um, traumatic experiences or you know, past traumas, it, that letting go process might be very, very painful. But yeah, that's right. It, they need to experience it to let go of it, you know, instead of trying to constantly right. avoid it. But what, it, in terms of yeah. acceptance of like your, everyone's in a different situation in their life. Everyone has a different life story and. Some people are happy with where they are. Some people aren't happy with where they are, whether that's in a job or a relationship or a circumstance. 
acceptance of your current situation is the first thing to do. Uh, how would you advise or help someone if they're not happy with like a job or a relationship and they want to make a change but they don't know how? Like, what what would be your your steps behind accepting a current situation? Um, I mean, I think, I think everyone will probably come to a realization a little bit in a little bit of a different way. Mm. Um, for me, it was it was it was the realization that everything is happening the way it should be happening, mm. um, which is based on the fact that yeah, like I said before, all all the past decisions have led to this exact moment. So I'm resisting now. I'm resisting every past decision I've ever made. Yeah, and that that thought for me was really what triggered the idea that I I have to accept now as it's happening because it is happening and it, and it couldn't happen any other way. Um, then you then you once you've got to that point of acceptance, you think, okay, um, I'm I've accepted what's happening about this situation. Acceptance doesn't mean that you can't change. Mm. It just relinquishes the, the the resistance to the current moment. Mm. Then you can choose to change it if you're if, if something about it is you know inflicting pain on you or you're in an uncomfortable situation. Um, you choose to you, you have the choice to change it in many in many different ways, whichever, whichever way that presents to you. And if you don't, then you then you are, you have two decisions. You can either accept it or you can inflict. Um, suffering on yourself through resistance to that moment um, but for me it was the thought that, that everything is as it should be man yeah and you look at you can i think i think what you talk about a lot is nature for me that that's a big pointer in the fact that everything is is the way it should be because you ever sit or sit around in a park or i mean just even observe a tree mm. in nature there is no resistance um Everything happens just the way it just the way it does, just the way it's meant to be. Um, and when you when you can sit there and observe that, you see that that is actually within yourself as well. Yeah, I think nature for me is a big a big pointer in the right direction. Yeah, I I had I noticed something the other day when walking through the because obviously it's it's fall over here, so all the leaves are starting to fall off the trees, man. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I think I might have told you about this, but I walked past some trees had already lost all their leaves, but then there were some trees that still had all their leaves on, like literally right next to each other. I thought, mm. you know, like if that was a human, you know, they, like a human would be like, oh, maybe I should start losing my leaves now. If, if he's already lost all his leaves, maybe he knows something I don't. Trees don't <laughs> compare themselves to each other, man. They, It just happens the way it's meant to happen. You know, there's no comparison. It's just... It just ha- and it unfolds naturally. Like, and we we are the same. We naturally unfold as humans the way we are meant to as individuals. We don't need to compare or, you know, com- like res- compare our situ- current situation with anyone else's because we're all on different paths. Just like the tree losing their leaves, man. They he will lose his leaves when he's ready, and there is no resistance in that. So, yeah, nature's mm. nature's great. I love. Yeah. I, I guess if someone, if you're trying to let go or surrender to something, maybe you spend some time out sitting in nature, sitting, yeah, sitting in a park. Listen to your, yeah. listen to what you're feeling, and then maybe just being in that environment, being around natural um, things that have no resistance, can maybe, you know, re- yeah, it definitely rubs off on you. Yeah, it does. I think important point as well is to know because I, I mean, I want to keep bringing this up because mm. I mean, in whenever you're doing a practice, 
anything that we say or that you read anywhere else, the important part is to not judge yourself mm. if you don't think you're doing it correctly. So if you if you go to sit in a park uh, and you try to observe nature and you just you feel like you're getting flooded with thoughts, the first thing the reaction the first thing usually is to uh, is to judge the fact that you're not meditating correctly or you're thinking too much. The important point is just to be aware of the thoughts as they are occurring, mm. and that's that's exactly what, that's that's the resistance as well, man. Resistance to the to to internally resistance to your current internal situation. It's about relinquishing that as well and just accepting the thoughts that occur as they occur. Yeah. Focus on uh, focus on the nature. Focus on use your senses, mm. um, you know, sight, hearing, feeling to experience it to experience it fully. And as long as you keep your awareness on that, the thoughts will gradually subside. Yeah. I mean, for the first thing to letting go is it's one of our favorite books is Letting Go by David Hawkins. If, if you haven't read that, I always recommend that to people. It's one of my favorite books and that had a big impact on my life. But he speaks about first acknowledging any unwanted feeling or emotion before, like that's the first thing. You have to acknowledge it, be aware that it's there. And then as we say, bring awareness to it and then from that you can let it go. So that's being able to be self-aware enough that you can acknowledge that you're experiencing something without judging it, that's that's vitally important. Yeah. And, and sometimes it requires solitude, it requires a bit of silence. You to take some time and t take 20 to 30 minutes alone with your thoughts to see what comes up because sometimes, man, we're, we're so busy, we're just getting distracted from what we're really feeling we, we often people will feel like a, a a yearning or dissatisfaction but they don't know what's causing it it's because they don't yeah. they just need to sit alone and and whatever comes up whatever if it's a painful thing that comes up that that's what you need to let go that's what you need to acknowledge and experience and then let go because if you don't take time to be to meditate or or be in nature or just just silently contemplate your thoughts you you always harbor hidden resistance to, to what is and that's been such a powerful thing for me is like spending more time alone to be aware of the type of feelings and emotions I'm having and then yeah obviously once you let it all go it's just very peaceful to just sit out in nature and um, yeah be be at peace with where you are in your, your current life without resisting anything mm. so I yeah. I think that's I think that is a hard part as well because when you're becoming aware of it, if you do have painful thoughts, it it does hurt. Mm. Um, it's not like sometimes it's not a pleasant experience, but realizing that you have to go through it rather than constantly resist and push it away and forget about it um, is an important part to, to to reaching that place where you just so like so much more peaceful. Yeah, I mean that's why. I always say when people, I see people who have like just come out of a relationship and they and they go out for a night out with their friends, say they're always the people that get the most drunk and always the people who go home early because they just try and drink, drink their problems away. And I'm always like, man, if you just come out of a breakup, the, like, the last thing I'd want to do is go out and get hammered because drinking alcohol just like compounds the pain. You'd wake up the next day and just, you'd hate your life, mate. I'd... It, the first thing I'd do if I experience, uh, when I experience pain again, is, uh, mate, go and go and experience, go sit silently for an hour or however long it takes to fully let go of 
all the emotions that I'm experiencing, like breaking up with someone is a tough one. Like it's a big, yeah. you know, it's a big chunk of your past, a big chunk of your identity that's now falling away. And it's, it's so painful for the mind and the ego to, to yeah. go through that. But yeah, if you can, cool. if you can say like, I would honestly suggest just sitting and meditating for, for however long you need to. And it would, like you said, it would be so painful. It would suck. Because all you want to do is be around your friends, distract yourself from what you're feeling. But if, yeah. you, if you could, you could do that and really go through the process of accepting and letting go, that you, you will get over the situation a lot quicker. You will move on a lot quicker. Um, that's why females usually get over breakups a lot quicker than men because they, they cry it out, mate. <laughs> they just feel it and they just cry. But men, we get get drunk, man. We go out and try and forget about it, but. It's not the right way to do it. But, yeah, mate, that's exactly right. Mm, I mean, could keep talking on about this for, for, for hours, man, because I know... Uh, it's a big topic, a yeah. Of, yeah, a lot of people, because everyone experiences it. Everyone goes through pain, and yeah, it's important that people understand how to properly deal with the, with pain and surrender and how to let go properly. Mm. Yeah. No, I think that's... I mean, that, mm. that, that really was the biggest point for me, is understanding, separating that that what's caused externally and what am I causing? You know, the two differences of pain. Mm. And I think that the thought that the thought that by bringing it up and, and attaching myself to the past situation, you're literally putting yourself through the pain that you've already experienced again and again. Yeah. So why logically would you want to do that to yourself? Yeah. That was the thought that really was just like, wow, it make, it, like it actually makes no sense for me to hold on to this mm. thought. Um, so by letting it go, like, the pain will obviously disappear. Yeah. I remember you told me one time, why would you, it's like stabbing yourself with a knife constantly when you keep thinking about <laughs> yeah. something. That, yeah, every time you yeah. think about it, you technically like, you might just be stabbing yeah. yourself. You're putting yourself through that pain. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's exactly right. Yeah, it's, it's ludicrous, man. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. That's right. I don't know, mate, Good quotes, I think, to get over any pain or anger. I think holding, uh, you know, resentment or anger uh, towards someone else is like um, taking a cyanide tablet and expecting them to die. <laughs> yeah, it's good. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like you're you're the only person that's hurt within that is is yourself. Um, it's yeah, it's really funny that the, the, the anger towards someone. Maybe satisfy, maybe satisfying. Yeah. It'll give you a feeling of um, correctness or rightness that you you're right, the other person's wrong um, for whatever reasons, and you're angry at them because of that. Uh, you get a you get a rush, you get a sense of a, like a, a feeling, a, a nice sensation. So I think that's why people, a lot of people, hold on to it. Yeah. Uh, but realizing that letting go of that anger to someone else because it's only really hurting yourself. It's an important point to getting over it as well. Yeah, that's a that's a great point. I mean, Josh, we might have to wrap it up there, mate. We've talked about some pretty yeah. important topics. Yeah, uh, man, really appreciate your input on this. It's been I reckon this is a big topic for for people and for for me and and you because constant yeah. it's a constant practice every day, man. It's like, yeah, and I've really I've really enjoyed talking about it because it's yeah, like I said, it's 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 a big it's a big thing for me, like letting go such an important practice in every day letting go all the time mm. so. no you're right man yeah five cheers buddy so it was a good uh yeah i think we've i mean it's definitely been a, an important part of my spiritual growth mm. and 
I can I can definitely say I'm a happier person due to it, due to practicing it as much as I can. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay, mate. Thanks. Thanks a lot. We'll uh, leave yeah, buddy. It there. Good way to start the Sunday. Thanks yeah. Very much. No problem, mate. We'll, we'll talk to you again soon. All right, mate. See you, man. Bye. Bye, bye.